How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Thursday, September the 9th. Hello, folks. Hope you're doing well. And today, I am going to talk about three different video games that are going to be coming out on Friday. Uh, the reviews are available for all of them now, so I'm going to tell you how they reviewed. Let's jump into it. Uh, the first game, and probably the biggest game of the three I want to tell you about, is Life is Strange True Colors. So, what do you need to know about this? Obviously, it's the next game in the Life is Strange franchise. Much like every other entry, it is a standalone story, so you don't have to have played the other games. However, unlike those other entries, this is made by a different developer. It's created by Deck9, published by Don't Nod, because Don't Nod is moving on to other projects. And this change of developer was cause for concern for, for many reviewers who had put a lot of trust into Don't Nod and, and the story that they were trying to tell. But I would say that critics, by and large, were actually quite happy with the game, with no cause for concern any longer. I read quite a few reviews. I would say that the reviewers who were die-hard fans of the franchise walked away very, very happy. Uh, I can tell you a little bit about the story. It centers around a young woman with a troubled childhood who ends up moving to a small mining town to live with her brother. There is a core mystery to the story, which uh, was recommended that you don't have that spoiled for you before you play the game. And like all the Life is Strange games, the protagonist has a supernatural ability, and in this case it is all centered around empathy. So the character is able to basically take the feelings of other people, whether those are positive or negative feelings, which of course helps to bring some more depth to the characters that she's interacting with. Like all of these graphic adventure games, you are able to make a variety of choices throughout the game. Some critics were happy with those choices, other ones felt like they didn't really do much, but certainly the narrative was very highly praised. I will say I have played the first Life is Strange game, and it's probably one of the best narrative experiences I've had. Lots of fans of this franchise as a whole, and if it sounds like something you want to pick up again, it's releasing this Friday on all of the platforms except for the Switch. That's coming later. Feel free to check it out. Okay, the next game is WarioWare, and if you're unfamiliar with WarioWare as a series, the whole concept is that it is basically just a string or sequence of micro-games. So a little micro-game will pop up, you have to achieve a very simple task, and then you're immediately on to the next one. It's, it's mostly a party game that has traditionally just been single-player, but you would whip it out and people would have a lot of fun. Well, this is the newest one for the Nintendo Switch, and it is exactly what they promised. It's another WarioWare game with a bunch of fun mini-games. And if that's all you need to hear, then you're good to go. People are happy. And there's even a demo of the game if you want to try it out first. I believe that's still available. I will say that the only potential hiccup with this game is the new feature, which is that there are different controllable characters. So in this game, you actually have an avatar that moves around on the screen, and each character has different movement methods, different characteristics, and obviously they did this in order to implement the multiplayer, which is a new feature of the game, but when you're playing single player, it also encourages you to try as many characters as possible. Uh, some reviewers absolutely loved this, and some reviewers absolutely hated it. Polygon is one of the sites that didn't like it, saying that there's going to be two types of players for this game. There's going to be people who just want good characters who are going to aim for high scores, and then there's going to be people who choose the tougher characters in order to challenge their own skills. This is how they ended their review, quote, WarioWare has always succeeded because it's weird and easy to pick up. This game is loaded with the same silly charm, charisma, and random nonsense as the rest of the series. 
tonally. It's exactly what I want from the Wario branch of Nintendo. But Get It Together gets in its own way and mitigates one of the series' best features, simplicity. End quote. Of course, like I said, other reviewers didn't mind it so much, so your mileage may vary. Okay, the last game is Tales of Arise, and I can't spend as much time on this as I wanted to, but I will say that the review scores are very, very high for this game. If you want a good JRPG on modern consoles with very highly praised real-time combat, then feel free to give it a look. Apparently, the characters are very likable, where the story might have some rough patches. It deals with things like uh, slavery and generally oppressed peoples, which apparently was handled well. It just doesn't go very in-depth. But uh, anyway, yeah, plenty of people happy with this one. And hey, folks, like I said, I've run out of time. Thank you for being here. I'll be back with the news tomorrow, as I always am. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone.